0: Thank you for joining us on our LWCC podcast. Right now, you're going to hear a message from our senior pastor and founder of Living Word, Pastor Ruben Reina. Let's jump into our word. Father, bless your name. Come on, just a little bit more. Oh, we used to clap for the Dodgers. Let's clap for the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless, bless, bless your name, oh God. Thank you, Father. Woo. Oh, yeah. Bless his name. You may be seated. If you're here for the first time, hey, welcome to the house of God. God is good, and if you don't know Him, you better get to know Him, because we're getting close to the end. Amen. And you can see it all around us, that we're headed for a close, closing of this chapter. And if God doesn't intervene, we're done. But we got a place that we're going, and we're not afraid of that place. It's called heaven, hallelujah. 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 Well, it's good to be in the house of the living. Everybody feels alive here. Hallelujah. I walked in, I said, hey, you know. <laughs> I, li- I like to feel that feeling that almost makes you want to, f- you know, somebody's going to push you down. And that's what I felt. I said, this feels good. I feel like just laying down. <laughs> Amen. Turn with me to Micah chapter 2. Micah chapter 2. And I'm going to be reading verse 12 and 13. Micah. Not Malachi, but Micah. uh, Micah, Micah, I don't know about you. I came to have church today. I didn't come to look pretty. I came to have church. Uh, uh, That's what we came to. We needed a word from God, and we want to hear from God. And the Lord always speaks through his word. When I was thinking about this, it made me rejoice because it made me feel like when you walk into the presence of God, it is like a, a door opens up. And when you walk into his presence, you find out that everything is in order. Nothing is out of order. Everything is perfectly in its order, and the sound is perfectly. The feeling is perfect. It's almost like when everything, you meet with your family, and everything just falls into place. But it's more beautiful than that, because you just walked into the presence of God and when you walk into his presence, man, it is the most beautiful thing to sense. Because you can call out to God, all hell can be, be burning around you, but you're, you're there walking in perfect peace. And you feel this anointing and this presence that's so beautiful that you don't have the words to describe. Even like... When Paul said, I went to the third heaven, and when I went to the third heaven, he says, I can't even explain to you. All I can tell you that there is a third heaven, and it is beautiful, beautiful. So if you walked in here tormented, now you can walk in and say, you know what, I want to lift up my hands because the house of God is a place where you can rest. You can open up your heart. You can touch God and God can touch you and you can say, man, perfectly in your heart, man, God is so good to me. It might have been hard to come here, but once I get here, I feel so peaceful in my heart. And so this is where I feel that God wants us to live. He wants us to live in perfect peace, peace in the middle of the storm, We could be living in peace, mentally, physically, spiritually, living in peace. Even though you might have a fight at home, you could be at peace. If you are always panicking, is that you haven't learned how to control yourself and walk in that peace. Sometimes you just got to walk in that peace and settle down the crowd. God will give you words to settle it down because you're walking in that peace. Well, hallelujah, it feels good in the house of God. Listen to verse 12. I will surely assemble Jacob, all of thee. I will surely gather the remnant of Israel and put them together as the sheep of Baza. And as the flock in the midst of their fold, they shall make a great noise by reason of the multitude of men. The breaker is come before them they have broken up and they have passed through the gate and they're gone out by it and their king, come on somebody, and their king shall pass before them and the Lord on their what? Head of them, in front of them. Say with me, one of the names of God is called Breaker. Breaker. That's the breaker anointing where God walks in front of you and destroys everything that is wicked. So this morning as you're here, I believe that God's going to give you deliverance, going to free your mind, going to take away those burdens that you've been carrying, all that torment you've been going through. God said, I'm going to Break it today and you're going to be set free and you're going to go up to a brand new level because of all the suffering that you've gone through. God's going to place you into an upper level where he wants to just push you along and show you that he's the one that's breaking everything in front of you in front of you, and you're seeing it with your own eyes where God begins to destroy every single thing because he's walking with you and he's walking through you and he's walking ahead of you. He is the breaker, the breaker, the one that breaks. How many of you have ever gone through a party? I remember I went to a party in, in the, one of the parties that I went and Stella went in there and they wouldn't let me in. And at that time, I was, you know, I was the, I was good at fighting. And I said, I'm going to get Stella out of there. And I broke that door, walked in, and had a fight with everybody and grabbed their hand and said, let's go. I remember the helicopters coming in. I said, come on, let's jump in the car, let's go. They said, why didn't you do that for? I said, they wouldn't let me in, so I had to break the door. Come on, somebody. Sometimes we got to break the door. we got to break the door. I'm talking about a spiritual door. You have the Spirit of God inside of you. You are the temple of the living God, and God works for you. He will accomplish things through you. And as, as you speak the words of faith, and as you pray and open up that door, there, there is those words that are spiritual, and you start breaking and tearing up everything, not because of you, but because of the breaker's anointing that is in you. So, you got to believe I am the temple of God. Say it with me I'm the temple of God. I am full of fire, I am full of power, and I got the goods inside of me. I'm not a weak individual, I am a strong individual because my trust is in God. Because my trust is in God. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for bringing us to church. I thank you that we can come to your house to experience your power, to lift up our hands and just worship you with everything we got, and that there is no shame in praising you, O God. We thank you because you picked us out of the miry clay, set our feet upon a solid rock, and we can cry, Abba, Father, you are our Father, and we give you praise this morning for allowing us to have a house of God here on this earth. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. I feel like we need to open up the portal of prayer, the door of prayer, where you can walk in and be calm about it and be full of God and you begin to understand that the operations of God and the kingdom of God is working on your behalf because you are a son of a king. You're just not an ordinary person. You are a son of a king, and you're wearing a crown around you that you don't even see, but it's there. You've been sealed by God himself. You have a seal that you belong to God. So wherever you go, especially in the house of God, wherever you go, you go knowing that you are a son of a king. You might not say it, but you're walking around in the authority of a king because you are a son of a king. So the devil shakes when he sees you. You think that he doesn't shake, but he does. That's why the opposition is so harsh on us Sometimes sometimes the battles that we go through mentally, we don't tell anybody, but mentally we feel like we got a beehive of all kinds of negative activity going on in our minds. And the prince of the air, he flies through the air and he assaults your mind and you got to come to grips. I am a son of the king and there ain't no power and there ain't no wickedness that can destroy me because I live as a son and I will claim my kingship's name His name is Jesus that can destroy every yoke and every bondage. So I'm here to tell you that God is for you and he is fighting for you. And he is pulling in front of you. He's walking in front of you because he knows your hindrances. The hindrances that you've been going through have been very, very intense. And I'll tell you why they're intense because we're living in the last day. Because the enemy knows that he has but a short time. He's running out of time. God's people and God's kingdom will take over, and he knows it, but he doesn't want to give it up. He still wants to show himself strong, but he ain't strong. He's a little ant. He's a little ant that has no power over you. You are a child of the king. I repeat that. He has no power over you. Those hindrances that are there, don't worry. Your family is going to come. You might see them going through hell, but they're coming because God is with you. He's fighting for you. And he's, he's not against you. He is going to answer your prayers and those hindrances. That tell you that they're not going to get saved. They're going to get saved. And that's why you're fighting that. their king is going to win. Get rid of that hindrance. Start believing that God is going to take care of business. The other thing is those burdens that you've been carrying. Those burdens that you've been carrying that don't belong to you. Sometimes we carry them just too much. And sometimes we forget that we are the child of the king, and if we just speak it out, God, this burden that I have, this thing that is bothering me, I feel like a turtle walking on two feet with a big shell in my back. And that thing will make you hunch over because it gets heavy, that burden. That's why Jesus says, cast all your cares upon me because I care for you. You got to just throw everything off of you. Throw everything off of you. Even if the devil tells you, no, you're not going to receive that miracle. No, that baby ain't going to come out right. Shut up, devil. That baby is going to come out perfect. He's going to be beautiful. And he's going to accomplish what God wants him to accomplish. Get rid of those burdens. Get rid of that word, I can't do it. I can't do it. No. Get down to some serious Prayer and reading and destroy the bondages that the enemy is trying to put on your life and get rid of that burden because he wants to put that burden and it becomes a bondage that you can't get out of. You got to get rid of your bondage. What is your bondage this morning? There's going to be a lot of things, mentally, spiritually, that you can't have your breakthrough, that you're too weak that you can't stand up, that you can't accomplish anything, and those bondages are there. That's right, you can't accomplish anything. That enemy speaks so loud. you got to tell the devil, shut up. I just want to hear one voice, and that's the voice of God, my king. And destroy those bondages. How about those things that you've been praying, and they haven't happened yet? They haven't happened yet, but I've got news for you. It's on its way. It's on its way. And when it shows up, it's greater than what you think. The blessing is greater than what you think because we think so small. And yet God said, I'm going to do greater things through you and for you to make things perfect for you. Perfect. So you got to come into that place where you say, God, I want to see a breakthrough in my life. I want to see a breakthrough. It's important that we break through because we live happier. When we're not living in a breakthrough, we're all karadiacha. <laughs> that means axe head. There is no joy in your life. There is no presence of God in your life. And you're a Christian. You tasted of the goodness of God, but you haven't entered into the fullness of God. When you enter into the fullness of God, you understand, where have I been? It's why. Because God's opened up that portal called prayer. That door opened up called prayer. When you spoke it into the air, it was returning back from God. So you got to understand that it's happening on your behalf. So don't you dare give up. You keep on knocking on that door. You keep on knocking on that door. Let God open that door. There is nothing that can stop that hand of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. 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 Why? Because the breaker goes before you. I've seen a lot of people, man, you've been baptized in lemon juice. It's time to get rid of the lemon juice face. And say, God, I need revival inside of me. I need some fire inside of me. I need to smile about things. I need to be strong about things. I'm no longer a victim. I'm a victor. I'm going to live the way you want me to live. Live. We got to come into that door. Let God open that door. That door. I look at the worship team, sometimes they look bummed out. I said, sometimes, like all of us. But they're faithful. And they push through. By the time the service is, everything is lifted. Because the, the enemy knows that they're a weapon against the enemy. Not only that, not only they get free, but we all get free. When they get free, we get free because why? It's flowing. It's flowing out of the house of God. There is a special river called holiness. The river of holiness that begins to wash you. Wash you completely of all your doubts and all your fears and all the garbage that goes through your mind. Everything begins to be flushed. Just like a toilet, you flush it, bro. I know that's a poor one, but hey, <laughs> that's where we live. So listen to the scripture here in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 8. It says, I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and without doubt. Is it behind me? Okay. I will therefore that men pray everywhere. Not in some places, but everywhere. You become a fragrance of the incense that was burned on the altar. There's that incense that flows through your prayers that you pray everywhere. Pray everywhere. While you're walking around, you're not maybe too loud, but you're praying inside of you. You're praying against the evilness that you feel. You're praying against things that are are there in front of you and you you can hear the names of things that are in front of you and you pray against those things. It might not be loud, but then when you have a chance, you say it louder because the louder you get, the scarier they get because you are speaking out out of the oracles of God. That means out of everything that God is, you're speaking it out. And when you're speaking it out, you're destroying. But it says, lift up holy hands unto the Lord holy hands. Look at your hands. They're holy. Come on, look at them. These hands are are, are beautiful hands. They're holy hands. You lift up holy hands unto the Lord. As you lift them up, it says, there's two things that you have to notice. Get rid of your anger. And God is not angry with you. Lift up your your hands and the doubt. and, And remember that God is looking at your hands, and when you lift them up, it's a sign of a son of God lifting up their hands for help, and saying, "You're not mad, and I'm not doubting you that you can do anything that you can say, that I can say you can do anything." Come on, lift up those hands. Can you lift up those hands? One without doubt, and one without wrath. And I want you just to speak out right now and just worship Him and just thank Him. Oh, every demon of hell, let it go in the name of Jesus. Every unclean devil out of here in the name of Jesus. From my mind, from my heart, from my spirit, you're not angry at me. You're a holy God. And I know that I'm not doubting you right now. Come on now. Hallelujah. Fill this house with praise. He's listening to you, speaking English, speaking Spanish, speaking to whatever you want. Just say, it. I love you, God, and I thank you that I've been born again. Hallelujah. Now give the Lord a clap offering. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Come on, glory. 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 Hallelujah. Woo. One without doubt and one without wrath. And then when you clap, <laughs> you tell the devil, hey, <laughs> He hates clapping, especially the people of God. Because one without wrath and one without doubt. And here you go, devil. That <laughs> be Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah, yeah, come on now. I believe there's gonna be freedom in the house. Freedom in the house. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Whew. See, God not only wants your voice, He wants your hands operating in lifting them up, one without doubt and one without wrath. God is not mad at me. And I don't doubt that he could do anything he wants to do. Aren't you glad you came to church? I I believe this is the kind of church we need to have. I was born in revival. I can't put up with too much coldness. See, once you begin to praise and you act in worship, you create an atmosphere where God begins to just dwell in the praises of his people, just lingering on top of the praises of his people. And when it drops into your soul, whoo, the breaker's anointing. Remember the truck drivers? Breaker, breaker. <laughs> what were they doing? Is that you, John? breaker. Breaker. They were trying to have, find the right person, the right channel, and once the breaker hit the right channel, they would start talking. Well, he's the breaker, breaker of every single thing. He can put your marriage back together, he can patch up your life. You can be ugly and look beautiful. You like that, huh? (laughs) He can give you favor and grace. He can open up doors that you could never open. He can give you talents you never had. He can give you abilities that you never had. He can do so many miracles in your life because you are learning to enter into that, praising God, worshiping God, and using your hands. And you don't care. Who says what? When they told Daniel, I'm going to throw you into the Meshach, Shadrach, and I'm going to throw you into the lion's den, and I'm going to throw you into the fire and throw Daniel into the lion's den, what happened to him? The lion didn't hurt him. He used him as a blanket. <laughs> Lay down, lion. I'm using you as a heavy blanket. Don't you like those thick Mexican blankets that they do? Yeah. The soft ones, man. You roll up like a burrito. Hey, he was right there, rolled up like a burrito underneath that lion. Because that's the way you look in the morning. Wake up, honey. You're wrapped up like a burrito. How about being wrapped up with God? Ooh, I like to walk with God because everything is perfectly aligned. I could walk into a place where everything is chaotic, By the time we're done, everything is perfectly in line. There is that peace, there is that joy, there's a wonderful order that God puts. Everything begins to click the way God wants it to click. So when we lift up our voices, when we lift up our hands, when we give a clap, the enemy has to flee. There's too much power in God's people because he dwells on top of the praises of God's people. So you're beautifully made. Beautifully made inside, outside. So we need to get back to that. The breaker, say with me, the breaker will break through my life. Say it louder. The breaker will break through my life and my children's life and my wife's life and my, in my relative's life because I am standing in the gap with my hands lifted up praising God, believing God for all the miracles that he's going to accomplish and then, then I'm going to give him a clap offering. Hallelujah. You am going to give them a clap off. Because it's coming. Hallelujah. 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 Woo! In the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 47. The Bible says these words. Praising God, having favored with the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Let me read it again. Praising God, having favor with the people, and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. There's the power. Praising God, right? Having favor with people. Don't mistreat people. They're God's people. Treat them well. And then he says, and the Lord added to the church daily such that should be saved. So in other words, as we calm down and as we give value to people, then God says, I can add to your church because they're not going to destroy people. So everybody here in this church, let's be a little bit more friendlier. Let's go out of our way to shake a hand. Let's go out of our way to pray for a need. Don't let them go without smiling at them. And they don't smile back. Don't forget, you were the same way. (laughs) So it's time to be nice so that God can add to the house. Look at Exodus 17, verse 11. And it came to pass when Moses held his hands up, his hands, that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hands, Amalek prevailed. So, don't let that Holy Ghost power, don't let the devil say, you ain't got no power through your hands. No, I don't have power through my hands, but I acknowledge one without doubt and one without wrath. God is not mad at me. So, I literally, I am destroying, as a symbol, I am destroying the works of the enemy. Well, I don't just, don't want to lift up my hands. Tell the devil inside of you and your brain, shut up, I'm going to lift them anyway. (laughs) Because he lies to you. He lies to you. But Moses was in the middle of the battle. And he says, as he lifted up his hands, Amalek was wiped out. But the minute his hands went down, he grew in power. You cannot afford for the enemy to grow in power it's better to be obedient than to sacrifice. Be obedient. Be obedient and lift up your hands and praise him and let God do what he's going to do. Number three, removing all this heaviness and the sadness. Isaiah 31, verse 3, it says, To appoint unto them the morning in Zion, And to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garments of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called, listen to this, the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Wow, wow. So there it is, right? To appoint them that mourn in Zion and to give unto them beauty for ashes. How many know God can, in your mourning, God can give you beauty for ashes? The oil of joy, come on, you got some oil running through joy for mourning. And now here's where you got to get dressed. The garments of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So you came down, it's time to praise to get the heaviness off of you. That they might be called the trees. Come on now. Mm -hmm. I'm like a tree, I'm like a tree, I'm like a green olive tree in the house, in the house of the Lord. I will trust and obey. (speakseren) La, 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 la. That's all you get from me. (laughs) (oken) So put on the garments of praise. Why? You're going to break heaviness. The morning, that you're going to break that heaviness that you're carrying. How many here have ever felt heaviness? You just feel like crying just to cry. Sometimes you just got to get serious with God. I'm going to cry it out. I'm going to start praising God. I'm going to put on the, the garments of praise, which is one without doubt and one without fear. I'm going to dress up, and I am going to get rid of this heaviness. I'm going to cry it out. Sometimes I've had to cry some things out that I didn't even know why I was crying. Because it was so heavy. Maybe I was crying for somebody else that needed deliverance. So I had to cry it out by myself for somebody else that God would touch through me. So sometimes you just got to do what you got to do so that you can accomplish what God wants you to accomplish. But not only that, i become a tree, a tree of righteousness. Those oak trees that we have in the back, don't they look beautiful beautiful trunks, beautiful branches. And notice that the branches are always headed up. They were not down. They're always up. That's, if they know how to praise God, don't you think we ought to know how to praise God? Just lifting up our hands is good enough, a sign that we're still alive. Yeah. And then he says, the tree of righteousness planted of the Lord that he might be glorified. And the psalmist also says that the trees worship God. So if they worship God, pointing up, how much more should we worship God than know the creator? Oh, you're getting quiet now. Let's go to Chronicles. Two more scriptures here. This will protect you from the enemy and destroy the demonic forces. In Second Chronicles chapter two verse twenty-one, and this computer just gave me another scripture. Hallelujah! Give me a second here. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. In Second Chronicles twenty verse twenty-one, and when he consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, that they should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army, saying, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. Come on, singers with a simple song. What was the song? His mercy endureth forever. That's all they were singing. His mercy endureth forever. Sing it with me. His mercy endureth forever. Again, his mercy endureth forever. Say it again. His mercy endureth forever. Again, his mercy endureth forever. Let's turn it into a song. His mercy endureth forever. 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 Come on. Come on. See, endureth forever. His mercy 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 endures forever. Now give him a clap offering. Hallelujah. <laughs> <Woo. clears throat> Why are the things of God so simple? We want everything hard. And his, his mercy endures forever. I'm going to destroy the enemy. And he did. wiped them out. Just with one little tiny little song. Why? Because the breaker goes before you to destroy everything that is there that doesn't belong there. 2 Chronicles 20, verse 22. And when they had begun to sing to praise the Lord, set an ambush against the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Sarah, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. They were wiped out. Just with that little song. Come on, church. Sometimes you just gotta start singing. You are a jukebox. Remember those old jukeboxes? Don't remember your favorite song. Just remember. <laughs> Come on, Heinz. Don't remember that. <laughs> it was beautiful, beautiful. So pretend you're a jukebox, or a, a what do you call those boom boxes? I'm a boombox, baby. His mercy endures forever. I'm wiping you out because I'm obeying God. He's going to take care of my problems. He's going to increase my finances. He's going to save my children. He's going to save my uncle. He's going to save my demon-possessed husband. He's going to save the demon-possessed wife and all the children. He's going to save what? His mercy Endureth forever. Say it again. His mercy endureth forever. Woo. So don't be telling me I can't do it. Do something. Sing a little song. His mercy endureth forever. Encourage yourself that you're somebody. God saved you. Forgave you. And now he's made you into an instrument of war of praises and glory to accomplish his will. Why does it have to be so deep when it can be so simple? His mercy endureth forever. Anybody with a voice, even if you sound like a chicken or you sound like a parrot that's been choked, it doesn't matter. Just use your voice. Use what you have. Now back to the text. It says, surely I will assemble Jacob. Jacob was a schemer, a conniver. But he says, I'm going to assemble them. And surely I gather the remnant of Israel and will put them together as, as the sheepfold of Bazar and as the flock in the midst of their fold. And they shall make a great noise by reason of the multitude of men. Do we have some men? I said, do we have some men? Well, can you make some noise, men? No, no, no. No. You're embarrassing me. Can you make some noise, men? Put some gusto. Put some chili into it. Put some hot peppers in there. Some of you guys were crazy. You were crazy guys. It's about time you get crazy for God now. It's about time you put things in order. Can you make some noise, men? Yeah. How about you ladies? Can you make some noise, ladies? I said, men, can you make some noise? Can the women make some noise? The devil is dead. Come on, give the Lord a clap, offering them praises. Hallelujah. 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 Verse 13, listen to this. The breaker has come up before them, and they have broken up and have passed through the gate and are gone out by it. And their king shall pass before them and the Lord on the head of them. Woo! Come on. Some of you, this coming week, you're going to have the greatest breakthroughs in your life. In the middle of the famine, you're going to have breakthroughs in your life. Because your dependency is on God, not on man. He is going to make it happen. Make it happen. We're going to do some prayer and some deliverance here. I want you to stand real quickly right now. As the worship team comes up, maybe just... Now, I want you to lift up your hands and I'm going going to ask you to do something very specifically. Look at your weakness and ask God to forgive you. We'll start with that. Then we're going to pray. We're going to pray. And God's going to free you. You're going to walk out a free person. Even if it's your sicknesses, God's going to heal them. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I receive my deliverance. You are my king. You are my everything. And you died for me. And your blood sets me free. In the name of Jesus, this weakness that I have, I cast it into hell. Say it. Now do it with me. I cast it into hell. Say it again. I cast it into hell. In the name of Jesus, I am free. And who the Son sets free, he's free indeed. Now give him a clap offering and a shout. and. T-